0: Double Minor Podcast. Ryan here. Got Brock on the line. What's up out in BC, buddy?
1: Oh, you know, another day, another day in the uh out west. No, it's been good. Uh just got back from a road trip from Washington. Uh we were playing in Wenatchee all weekend, so uh just got back
0: from that. Attaboy. boy good stuff. How'd that go?
1: Uh three or four points. We won well and that. then lost it. Yeah, lost in OT, so we're uh, slowly but surely turning uh, turning things around. Must be the goalie. Yeah, 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 no, uh, we've all kind of, we've had some tough goes lately with uh, a couple players deciding to end their careers, and then uh, a couple guys got sick, there's a bug flu going around, so it's been pretty bad.
0: Ah, uh, it's never fun, man. Well, I mean, at least you guys are grabbing some points and turning the season around. I know, I know West Kelowna's in a bit of a rebuild, but it's, uh, it's good to hear you guys had a decent weekend, man. How's Thanksgiving?
1: Didn't celebrate it. No, I, uh, my my bullets were, yeah, no time. We got back around four o'clock in the morning, uh, Saturday night. And then, um, yeah, slept in pretty late. And then my billets, uh, they were gone all weekend with their sons at a hockey tournament in Vancouver. So, um, no, we didn't, we didn't celebrate it this year.
0: Good stuff. Well, that's all right. I mean, I, I got a bit in a similar thing. I, I worked all weekend, Called a nice local junior hockey game here Friday and then worked all through the weekend. Worked on holiday Monday, but I did get some turkey in. So, I mean, I I at least got a taste of it.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Did you – food coma or no?
0: You put in a food coma? Oh, a million percent. Sunday night I was in tough shape. (laughs) It was hard to wake up Monday, man. If you're
1: not in a food coma on – the. On the uh, you know Christmas, Easter, and Thanksgiving, if you're not in a food coma, then you're doing that wrong.
0: Yeah, you've done something very incorrect, buddy. I just uh, I'm pretty sure I had gravy in my veins. <laughs> oh, yeah. Fuck, I love gravy. Um, all right, let's let's talk about some hockey news here, man. Currently, as we record this, we are watching our two favorite teams play each other, and uh, my Caps, man, after another horrific start are leading the Leafs currently right now 4-2 midway through the third. So we'll see if they can maybe hang on. Um, but interestingly, and, and this got a lot of attention, Braden Holpe not getting the start. And the Caps aren't on a back-to-back, of course, the Leafs are. They played in Minnesota the night prior to this, and Freddie got the start. And and that's what Babs does. He, he seems to like playing Freddie on the front half of the back-to-backs. And so Hutchinson's in tonight, but yeah. Not a back-to-back situation for my Caps. They got thundered by Colorado on Monday. Braden Holtby became just the 13th goalie in NHL history to let in three goals on three shots and got pulled. And uh, they've thrown the kid in, and he's been pretty darn good. And we might have a wee bit of a goalie controversy brewing in in uh, in Washington. Brock, I know you love Holtby. He's one of your favorite goalies, and uh, as he should be. Um, what are your thoughts on that? Because, I mean, that's a hell of a ballsy move by the Caps coaching staff.
1: Uh, yeah, so, um, you know, I, I don't think it's a big deal. Like you said, they got, they got slapped um, by Colorado. And, it, you know, like you said, the Caps have been off to, you know, not the greatest of starts.
2: But I don't think that's on Hopi. I think that's a, that's a team thing. You know, Hopi is one of the greatest – goalies in my mind to ever play in the crease um he has a trophy he's always up for one every single year he was if not the best player in uh the Stanley Cup playoffs when they won the Stanley Cup um so I mean you know he's always consistent every year goalies have their you know ups and downs I I can for sure tell you that um (laughs) but you know maybe this is just you know maybe just a, a break for Hopi you know um samson off plays tonight hope he gets you know a little a mental break and uh you know they he they go uh again this weekend and he uh i bet you he'll be lights out this weekend
0: I would like to think so. I mean, like, we're taking on the Rangers Friday. Um, the Rangers are a young up-and-coming team. They always play well against the Caps. But Holpe does typically play really well against the Rangers. I'm sure he'll be back in there. And, you know, Todd Reardon said uh, this isn't a goalie controversy. He's he's letting Holpe get reset. And, you know, Holpe... <laughs> Yeah, he he needed to be better and he needs to be better early here. He's got an 846 save percentage, but it's not all on him. A couple of the goals he let in, the first one in particular against Colorado was pretty ugly. It's a goal he's got to have, but the team while having if you looked at the analytics Pretty decent-looking defensive numbers. They're first in shot suppression. Uh, they're, they're, first, they're 15th, though, in high-danger shots given up. And it's not that the Caps are awful defensively. It's when they make mistakes, they make three or four of them in in a row, it seems, in bunches. And there's four goals in the back of the net before anybody knows what happened. Um, so I, I agree. I expect Holtz to bounce back. Although I got to say, I'm, I'm very happy and impressed with what Sammy's been able to do early here. Ilya Samsonov looks like the real deal. Uh, I'm sure you're not happy right now. Your boy, Austin Matthews, just got a slashing penalty. So the the caps can maybe ice this game here, um, which would be their first home win. Um, yeah, I, I, is it a controversy? Maybe a little bit. It's certainly for me. An eyebrow razor. I wouldn't I'm not ready to call it a controversy yet, but it certainly caught my attention. Another thing that's really uh, caught my attention. What the fuck is wrong with the Dallas Stars, buddy? I know. I know.
2: What they is going on from, here? They probably had the best off season. Is yeah. that safe to say? They yeah. probably had the best offseason.
0: They brought in
2: Joel Pavelski, Corey Perry. Um Shakura from Edmonton. Now he's coming off uh, a year off. Uh he blew out of something. But yep. Dallas is struggling. They're one, five, and one.
0: And they're and they're losing and with all this
2: shit With all this shit that happened last year about their GM calling every literally every Dallas star player out and their best players in Jamie Bent and Tyler Sagan. I don't even know what's going on now. They only it... have thirteen goals for.
0: That's crazy. I mean
2: 13 I, goal I four in literally seven games, and they have probably arguably the best best offense tandem in the NHL
0: It's crazy, and I mean you, their power play is letting them down, and you look at that unit when you're rolling out guys like Ben Sagan haskenning, Klingberg, like Pavel get it. It Pavel- goes yeah, oh, Pavelski. Sorry. It's just crazy. Rupa hence has been pretty good. He's probably been the one bright spot. Um, and their goalies haven't been certainly I wouldn't say either of them have been the problem, but neither of them have looked that locked in yet. And it's so
2: the the goalie Bishop and Hudolman were the best goalie tandem last year, hands down.
0: That yeah, those guys and Ras Kalak were like just unbelievable. And I still think they will be unbelievable. But, man, Dallas has got to get it together here. And and last I looked, they were losing 2-1 to the Columbus Blue Jackets. Like, they can't yeah, they lost. score. They lost. They lost. So okay. they're 1-6-1 now. Like, yeah. I, I know and it's October, but, like, holy shit. Like, when I think people in Dallas are maybe hitting the fucking panic button here.
2: Yeah, you know, um, if Dallas isn't hitting the panic button right now, Fucking Jack Hughes is. Oh, man. Every, every, literally every fan, every member of the New Jersey Devils organization is hitting the panic button right now. Not only are they all four and two, they got to sign Taylor Hall in the offseason. Yeah. You think this guy wants to stick around if you guys are going all four and two to start off the season? They, like, there's a lot of teams. That need to turn it around, including Dallas, Col- nah, no, not Columbus, but New Jersey, and, you know, like, Florida. They, they brought in a lot of key players over the offseason as well with arguably the best goalie in the league, Bobrovsky, but Wabrowski. Um, yeah. yeah and even, like, you know, like, Buffalo is off to an amazing start. Buffalo is literally lights out.
0: They're going full wagon wheel right now, and I, I'm actually happy because, you know, I'll tell you what. Like, I, I've I've been to a few Leafs games. I've been to more Sabers games a couple times to watch my boys, and I love going down to Buffalo. It's a fun road trip. Uh, the the Pagula family, the owners there, have have turned the arena and the district around it into a cool place to hang out. They've totally revamped that downtown area. And the fans in Buffalo are fucking second to none. They are constantly at the top of viewership numbers in the United States, even though their team has been ass for a decade. Um, Obviously, you know, my cousin played there and was the captain. Uh, I have a little bit of an attachment to Buffalo. I like to see them do well. Rick Jenner, probably my favorite play-by-play guy in the league um it's great that ralph cougar see kruger pardon me seems to have this group really buying in
2: and you know it's it, buffalo has it's their time i don't say it's their time to win the cup but they've went through a lot a lot of bad years in the past years with you know um they lost like they lost they weren't they were never a contender in you know probably four or three years but now you know they seem pretty legit. I, I don't think they can get past Colorado. Now this is early, right? Um, there's going to be a lot of a lot of stuff going on. One thing I want to touch on. Uh, you brought it up um, with the Rangers and how good they're playing and how hard they play. They just traded Demaskov to Ottawa out of nowhere. Yeah, that that was weird because. He was a centerpiece of the Ryan McDonough trade.
0: Yeah, and I think, like... He, and he's good. Like, he's really good. He is talented, and that's the thing, right? Is like he, he really had a tough time getting himself going in New York. Like, there would be little spurts of it, but he never really took off. And I think management there... And, and you know, the new coaching staff and everything that took over last year had a solid year to look at him, And I just think that they don't fit in David Quinn's system, uh, or he doesn't rather. And he's going to get an opportunity now to get a ton of minutes in Ottawa. And he's got to make the most of that opportunity because, I mean, if if you can't turn it on and start getting – things moving in the right direction with more ice time on a young up and coming team. I, I I don't, you have to fear for his future in the league, right? I mean,
2: yeah, it's a get a dung league.
0: It is. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you can only be, it really is. you can only be so patient with guys for so long. Um, buddy last week, we threw a poll up on our Twitter account uh, at double minor pod. Um remember to give us a follow and, and vote in the polls that we throw up there. And and we asked people in our last episode, which was, you know, almost coming up on two weeks ago here. Um among the new starting goalies, who had the most pressure? And well over 30% voted for Mike Smith in Edmonton. And he's delivered, man. The Oilers, they finally lost the other night. They look really damn good.
2: Yeah, they are. And you know, they have a real tough division, and we can, you know, we were talking about Dallas and how they're kind of, you know, they're shocking everyone how they're not winning right now, and I think we can put San Jose in that category too. Oh, my um, God.
0: I was just going to say, wow, yeah, wow. Yeah. I, uh, I took San Jose a couple of times in pro
2: line. Yeah, I'm done playing them. Um, but I, uh, Edmonton Edmonton's kind of tricky. Um, I think Edmonton's kind of tricky in the sense of you got the best player in the world, but then your forwards kind of fall off after your third and fourth line. That's um, what I'm
0: interested you, in. Right. Like how, 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 how long can you ride this little stint out yeah. for
2: eight games, not just the first seven. Right. Like, um, that, also, that, that's what, that's what a lot of people struggle with. You know, we look at the sure. stats and say, well, holy shit, you know, Dallas is one in five, but we gotta remember it's an eighty-two eighty-two game season, right? Everything's gonna change, just like the you know St. Louis Blues out of out of literally Atwood, Ontario last year, out of nowhere, they won the Stanley Cup. So like we can all, you know, we can. It's fun to you know speculate now, but I uh, like. Do you really see Edmonton doing this like this year, making the playoffs again?
0: I really don't know. And I mean, uh, uh, you know, a couple episodes ago back on like the first episode when we were talking about them, uh, or I think it was the, the second episode when we were talking about Mike Smith, one of the things I said was if James Neal can get himself going and provide more secondary scoring, maybe they can do it. And holy fuck is the real deal. Ever back on the scene? This guy, they're writing goal songs about this guy. So like he, he just can't stop scoring right now. He's already tied. He's surpassed his goal total from last year in a week.
2: Yeah, in a week. I picked him up on fantasy. How you doing? You
0: have to. You have to. It's unbelievable, man. He's lighting it up on the power play. He's out there for a little bit with McDavid. He he looks good with Nugent Hopkins out there. I mean. That is the one thing with Edmonton, though. How long can they keep doing this and, and getting by with that kind of suspect bottom six, patchy defense? I mean, Larson's not coming back from injury anytime soon, but they're surviving. And I mean, kudos goes to Dave Tippett. We we saw him do great things for a long number of years with the Dallas Stars and the Coyotes. He was the guy who really made the Coyotes relevant when they were making the playoffs, coincidentally with Smith and net. Um he has been so far doing a masterful job with that group, and will they will they do it like you said it's early, but if San Jose keeps on crapping their pants and Edmonton can just keep on grinding things out and be responsible defensively and win lots of two one and three two games, fuck why not yeah that i i don't see
2: story. like i don't see uh i don't see there can be a reason why Edmonton can't add, you know, um, if they're pretty legitimate about, you know, continuing to, you know, play well. And like you said, buy into Tippett's uh, game style. I, I, I really, so Tippett's a very defensive coach. He uh, he prides himself in and, and you can tell on the ice, like the Edmonton Oilers know what they're doing in the D zone. And you can tell Mike Smith's only facing, you know, 25 to 30 shots a night, and that's pretty average for a goalie. Um, I don't see why not they can't add at the deadline, and, you know, maybe.
0: Yeah, I mean, like, they're trying against know, I, the I, cap. I, I, you
2: can't. You can't. You cannot go. For, you can't go for another rebuild. Like, you can't. You just, you just can't. And they're in the middle of uh, pushing for a playoff spot or sitting back another year and seeing what we can do in the offseason.
0: Right. Yeah, pretty much. Um, yeah, there's pressure there with McDavid and Dreisaitl. Um, They're tight against the cap, but, I mean, they made that Neal deal. Um, are there guys that they could maybe shuffle around with another team that's falling out of contention? Maybe a team like a Minnesota this year who I, I, I think it's going to take a miracle and a half for them to even sniff a playoff spot. They look completely disorganized. I feel bad for Brucey e. Boudreaux um but yeah I mean, for
2: Matthew
0: yeah man yeah he 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 kind of had he kind of had the pick of the litter eh? like and and to sign in minnesota i mean maybe that was his the best offer and and he wanted to take it with the five years security and everything but that guy's a competitor and he he almost won a stanley cup in new york like it kind of sucks to see him in a situation where he's on a team that's like really, really struggling to get by.
2: Yeah. And Minnesota's always been on that bubble because they have Dumnik. Dumnik came from Edmonton and he has been lights out ever since.
0: He's been great.
2: Yeah, he has been great.
0: Yeah, Doobie's a really solid goalie. And I mean, you know, depending on what new GM Bill Guerin decides after a year, typically that's what a GM will do. He'll take a year to kind of assess what he does have and then decide what to do from there. You know, is Doobie a guy that could maybe get moved? Uh, He would have a ton of value. And I mean, Minnesota is tied up in a lot of really shitty contracts for long periods of time. Um, it's gonna take them a while to get themselves reset here. As twenty seconds and counting here, my caps are trying to desperately hold on for their first home win.
2: Yeah, uh, you're uh, you're you're behind me. They won.
0: <laughs> oh, they <laughs> held on in won? Uh,
2: yeah, they held on in one. I'm okay. I'm you're a couple seconds ahead. ahead. Of you.
0: That's great. Yeah. I love it. Wow. Yeah. Like, I mean, they held on. So there you go.
2: Yeah, yeah. But just uh, touching back on the Hopi thing as we see Samson on play. And get another win you know i think it's good for him that he takes the night off kind of regenerates himself but you know if he goes in and you know even if they get like a four three win five four win whatever win that'll just boost his confidence more and more yeah you know, it's, i don't it's think, great for the I kid, don't think yeah. yeah i don't think i don't think it's uh i don't think it's you know a major thing and no one should be pressing the panic button on the most calm, cool, and collective goalie I've ever laid eyes on or seen play in Brayden Holby.
0: I agree. And and I know that, you know, you don't want to rest on past glory and everything, but this is a very similar scenario to the year we won the cup where Grubauer really outplayed Holpi down the stretch and all the credit to Grooby. i'm so happy for him in colorado he looks like a starting goalie he looks like a stud i've got him in fantasy how you doing um goodbye i i i love what he's doing but this was a similar thing we don't make the playoffs that year unless Grubauer was solid down the stretch because Holpe was struggling. And I remember on Twitter people going, we got to trade Holpe. Grubauer's the future. We we can't start him. And Barry Trotz, to his credit, made a ballsy call. I wish he was still our fucking head coach. Thanks a lot, Ted. Fuck. Um, <laughs> I, no. I, I mean, I get it. Like, just that's a whole other story. But he made a ballsy call, and he put Grubauer in to start those first two games in Columbus. It fell away, his streak fell away on him, and then they went back to the Beast. And, you know, you always hear stories like this from championship-winning teams. The story goes that Holpe walked into Trotz's office the day after that Game 2 loss when they went to Columbus and said, if you put me in net, I will win this series for us. Whether that's true or not, I don't know. That's been widely circulated. Are you serious? He went in, and the rumor was that he sat down in front of Barry Trotz, a very respected veteran NHL coach, and said, if you put me in tomorrow, we will win this series. I wasn't there. I don't know, but that is that is ballsy. And, and Braden Holtby went on a goaltending run that was just absolutely incredible and won us the Stanley Cup. And um, for people that are selling him down the river already, um, I'm just not, I'm not going to buy it. I, I, I will not credit anybody who has the opinion that Braden Holpe's washed up at 30 and uh, and can't get it together like I know they're different people, but look at a guy like Tim Thomas. He didn't even get to the NHL till he was 33 and played some of the greatest hockey in a six-year stretch I've ever seen. Like, let's calm down a little bit there on the whole beast. He's a beauty. He'll figure it out. Of course, his contract runs out this year. Fuck, I would, I would cry to see him leave Washington. But for now, he is still the guy. But it, it's nice for Samsonov and all that. Um, How many years is OV signed for? He's got two more years, man. This year and then one more. Holy. Sid, Sid would be around there too. Yeah, I think Sid's coming up. I think he's got about two or three left on his deal too. So, um,
2: wow, keeping on the Pittsburgh Penguins and Sidney Crosby,
0: they are in a world of hurt. They have the worst luck of any team so far, I think. But Um, they
2: always make the playoffs and they always go on this little run. They always do. That's that's, one NHL you just cannot ever
0: keep your eyes off. You can't bet against that team. Like the thing with Pitt, I mean, remember back, like, I'm talking like 2011, 2012. Especially that I think 2012 when they had that series with Philly where like the games were like eight, seven every night, the goalies were getting pulled all over the place and people were saying Pittsburgh's got to blow the core up. They got to get rid of the, they got to trade Malkin, maybe Latang And for years they just were twiddling their thumbs. And then Jim Rutherford finally came in and took over and just revamped the group around them, trusted that core and they won two straight Stanley Cups. It sucks for Malkin. I love Malkin. I I still to this day think it's a fucking sick joke that he was not named in the 100 greatest players of all time when uh, two years ago when the NHL had their 100th season. It's a fucking nightmare that that Russian missile is not in the 100 greatest players ever. Regardless of that, the guy has had some serious injury problems last few years. And to have him... Chenyuk, a couple other guys on the team go down. I mean, y-
2: yeah,
0: you got to wonder like how long can Sid drag them along by himself? He fucking scored an unbelievable goal tonight. Did you see it?
2: No, but I, I saw how he had seven points in like four
0: games. He's been unbelievable. He's, he's Sid, man. He's, yeah. he's Sid. One
2: guy go, oh, here comes the highlights right now. I'm about to see this goal.
0: He, they're playing Colorado. I can't wait to hear your reaction to this. It, oh, my God. It's so good.
2: Colorado is on a tear. They are on a tear. I think they're legit. I think they need one more player. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. I just watched it. That's unbelievable.
0: Isn't that gross? Like, just vintage oh, that shit. Oh,
2: on. Um, yeah. I just think Colorado victimized. needs one more player up front. I do. I don't think he has to be a top three forward because they have the best line in hockey by far. Um, I do think they need a a, a solid bottom six forward.
0: I agree. Like a,
2: a Zach Cassian or something, right? Um, yes. They, they brought in uh, Broussard and uh, your your boy um in from uh, Washington. No, uh, no,
0: that that was that's no, Burakovsky.
2: Uh, Burakovsky, sorry, Niskanen went to Philly. Yeah, for, in the Goudas deal for, for Goudas trade. Yeah, how's Goudas working out for you guys? I haven't really. He's always in
0: fantasy because he always gets so many hits. Honestly, pretty good. I've been I've been pleasantly surprised with Gudis. Like tonight again against the Leafs, like a speedy team that you know comes at you in waves. He was calm and and didn't turn the puck over. Like he's throwing big hits and being physical, but he's being clean. He's he's been pretty fucking st- like I'm very happily surprised with Gudis. Early on here, but you're right about Colorado, man. I'm right there with you. What a fucking unit they are, led by one of the most rocket captains in the league. Gabe Landeskog is a missile. Gabe's a babe, and uh, <laughs> it's just unbelievable. My girlfriend just stared at me from across the room. She's like, "Really, man?" I did. I stole that from her. Well, Rangers fans used to say that, right? When he was in the O, he, he Rangers fans used to chant that and shit at him. And he is. He's a rocket. Um, but McKinnon, Rantan, like, what do you say? I agree with you, though. I think if they get that one guy that can, like, mix it up physically and dig pucks out of the corner and, and kind of make opposing D-men look over their shoulder a little bit, that would yeah. go a long way. But, man, do they look good.
2: Yeah. Um, uh, yeah. Like, just one, just one that – like, Zach Cassian – um, I could see, you know, just one Chris Stewart. Who did, he just signed with, um, oh, frick, where did he sign? He signed in Philly?
0: Yeah, where I believe so. Sign?
2: Yeah, just like a Chris Stewart, right? Just a grinder, always have to have your head on a swivel kind of guy and, you know, stick up for your teammates and score a couple goals here and there. Um, yeah. But, yeah, the, the NHL started off really, really weird. Really, really weird. I mean, even the Leafs, like – I, I honestly, I don't even want to talk about it because I have nothing to say right now about them because they're just, what are they now? 4-4 four, four or 4-3 and 1? Like, they're just, they're, they got absolutely pumped.
0: Here's, yeah, like, here's what I'll say. Like, the Leafs... They
2: have so much pressure on them.
0: So yeah, much they, pressure. I, 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 would argue, I would argue the Leafs have more pressure on them than any other team in the league. I, I, because of the coach and who he is and what they what they haven't been able to do under him, and that's win a playoff round. The additions they made, the massive money that they handed out to guys. I can't even think of a team that's close. Pressure wise, you, you're absolutely right. Um, the Tampa, thing,
2: Tampa would be up there. Tampa would Tam, be up there, but yeah,
0: Tampa, Tampa would be the only one that's
2: close for a yes, different and, reason. Yes, exactly for a different reason.
0: Here's the thing with the Leafs, and it happened again tonight. And and I know people, uh, you know, some friends of mine on Twitter were upset at the refs tonight, and and the penalties and uh, that were called and everything. Listen, the fact of the matter is this, and we saw it from the Caps again here tonight. The the way that they won the Cup, the Leafs went up two nothing in this game, and then when the Caps finally woke up and started engaging physically moving their feet like freight trains, fucking hitting guys relentlessly in finishing checks and making the Leafs think about every little thing that they did when the puck came near. The Leafs capitulated and fell apart. They completely get wiped out of games when teams ratchet up the physicality on them. This is not news. I'm not offering a new opinion here. This is a widely held belief that they're soft, and they are soft. I'm not saying that they're not a good team. They're an elite team. They're a top five. You could maybe argue top three team in this league on talent alone, but I can tell you as a caps fan that watched them fail in a similar way for years, talent will only get you so far. And I do not think that the Leafs have, ex- have shown at all that they can sustain a playoff brand of hockey. That's just my opinion.
2: Yeah. When- I'm going to touch your memory. When was the last time a Leafs player got in a fight? Honestly.
0: Did they Honestly. have one last year?
2: I don't even know if they had one last year. And that just gets back to the physicality. And, you know, What Colorado's about the Audrey
0: a, Thornton fight? Was that last year when he ripped out part of Thornton's dispeared? beard?
2: But, like, that... Now I know well, that's a really good trade a fight, for both. Like,
0: that was a good trade for
2: both, you know, both parties. You no, know, I Colorado's. agree. Barry's
0: been good. Barry's been good. Yeah.
2: Codry is a. Oh yeah, Codry's in Colorado. That's right. That's yeah. Like that's just you know, Colorado is elite. Is elite.
0: But I love. I love when, them. I when when, they're when great. you
2: replace. When you replace someone like Nelson Caudry, who always bangs bodies, who will fight, who will get in the dirty areas, you need to replace them or have someone in your back pocket. And the Leafs don't really have that right now. Yeah. Like who, who who on the Leafs scares you when they come down? Is Austin Matthews going to drill you from behind? No, Mitch Marner he won't touch a fly. Like who is that big boy for the Leafs? Can he face Frederick Gauthier? I don't think Frederick Gauthier's gotten a fight in his whole NHL career yet.
0: No, and and I mean I don't even I don't even know if it's necessarily as dire as getting guys into fights. It's just picking up that physical tone and. Gochie is a guy that certainly frustrates me because he's so big and doesn't use it enough. I'll tell you one guy I'm really impressed with, and he scored again tonight. The fucking soup kitchen himself from Mother Russia. Mikhaev is awesome. I love the guy. I think he's great. Yeah.
2: yeah, he's a really good depth guy. He won't, yeah, he uh he's done his role really, really well. I mean, he's bought into just knowing what kind of player he is, and he's done exceptional with it.
0: He's been great, and that's a great find by Babcock and the staff. Um, you got to give credit where credit's due. He's been great, but, yeah, I agree. They, they certainly are, are, in my opinion, still lacking um, a little bit of edge. Um, you I know, don't
2: even think they can go out and get someone. With their cap, they can't.
0: They've made it hard. They've made it hard they've on themselves. Made it really hard. And yeah. I'm not even saying and- that, like, guys don't, like, work hard or anything. Like, I love Trevor Moore. I love Mikhaev. Kapanen will get gritty, same with Janssen. But as a team, they seem to get caught a lot chasing the game when teams turn up the physical play on them, and they never seem to have a response.
2: Yeah, yeah, I, I 100% agree with you. And they they kind of just lean on their offense. They did. They, le- they leaned on their offense a bit too much last year. Um, I think that's safe to say. And yeah, now they... Yeah they ramped up their decor now. And, like, on paper, they potentially are the best team in the NHL, let alone, you know, Tampa Bay. Talent, um,
0: talent wise, they are right there,
2: man. Wise, They are 100% there. I think they just need to get over that little hump. I think they have a lot of pressure on themselves, but I also think they need to realize how good they can be. And, you know, I think they have to go into every game with the right mindset and, you know, they can't get too cocky. They can't get too high. They can't get too low. Um, and I think Babcock will keep them, you know, just right on a flat line. But, you know, it's, it's early season struggles. There's a lot, of, a lot of fixes that a lot of teams are going have to have to make and they're going to make adjustments. But um, I would not be surprised if we do our next podcast and a, a coach gets fired.
0: Yeah, th- there are some coaches that are feeling it early here, and lots of people are pointing at John Hines in New Jersey. I don't know. Ray Shiro's a pretty patient guy, and, I mean, the team at times has looked really good, but they blow four-goal leads. It's fucked, and I feel bad for Jack Hughes. He had a post the other night. I think it was against Minnesota. Like, the kid's going to come good here. He's going to get one, but, yeah, there, there might be some coaches that are, uh, you know, filing paperwork in the next couple of weeks here. Uh, I, I, I would feel bad, even though they beat us in the playoffs last year, Carolina is leading the Eastern Conference. Like, they have been unreal. They're leading the league, as a matter of fact, with 12 points. You know, the jerks down in Carolina, man, they just... They had an unbelievable start, and and that kid that they drafted a couple of years ago that was an all-star in the AHL last year, Martin Natchez, he has been awesome, and Ajo's starting to come alive. The Canes, man, they might have the best decor in the league. They do, and they got rid of Justin Falk. Yeah, and, and he's fit rid- in very, very oh. well in St. Louis.
2: I, uh, so, fuck, I don't even remember when this was, but... I think it was like, I think it was Saturday night. So I come, I come back from Wenatchee. I can barely drive home. Like I am so, I'm like, I'm just fucking gassed. I get in the door, I throw my stuff on the ground. I'm like, can't go to bed. Can't sleep worth shit. So my cameos, turn on the sports highlights. It's like four o'clock in the morning. Turn on sports highlights. First thing that pops up is the Carolina Hurricanes. In overtime, Jake the Snake Gardener walks down, riffs one right by the goalie, overtime winner. I'm like, holy fuck, I'm going to bed. I was out after that, but I'm like, oh my God, I can't believe I just watched Jake Garner score an OT winner for the Carolina
0: Hurricanes. <laughs> Do you want to know who that was against, buddy? Oh,
2: was it your boys in Washington? I can't even remember, man. I was How so, was I was so in the
0: tired. Capitals. Yeah, wow. I was so tired. Yeah, no, man. Carolina, they're flying right now, but Washington and after they, the big win over the
2: Leafs. Yeah they, they are, have Justin Williams still.
0: They're second now. And, yeah, Williams, it'll be interesting to see if he pulls a Mike Fisher and comes back maybe later in the year after he gets a good rest. Buffalo's leading the Atlantic. I mean, Buffalo, we talked about them. They look great. Um, I mean, Vegas Vegas has been a little up and down. Winnipeg Winnipeg has been okay. Patrick Laine on a fucking tear, boys. Holy shit. He has shit. a lot he to looks- prove. Yeah, on. Early on here, he's doing it. He's already passed his season. Uh it well, no, it wasn't his season total. I think I think it, I read the stat, it took him it took him until like January or something of last yeah, season to get seven or assists. Something? Yeah. yeah and he's already yeah. got that like he is he is moving and and you know what we criticized him a lot in the offseason. i remember you and i talking about him and uh, a lot of people talking about him saying this guy's one dimensional all he does is score well, now he's hitting people, he's playing well defensively, he's he's involved in the transition game and he's getting lots of assists. He's moving his feet out there on the power play. He's not just a shooting threat and that's going to make the Jets more dangerous with him getting more involved and it's really cool to see.
2: Yeah, you know, um he has a lot to prove, you know. He said some big bold words over the off season. I don't know how that transpired back into the uh back into the locker room, but um he is on a tear right now winnipeg's solid up front they do need some help back door and you know talking about brain and how he hasn't started off on the you know greatest of starts connor hellebuck is up there too
0: yeah he's <laughs> and Bressois's not done much better in relief um there's been whispers recently that big buff is considering coming back that would be very very huge so yeah, I don't know. Um, yeah. So I, wish I we have a quick
2: story. Um, so when I got out here at West, um, at West, uh, where our rink is, it's right in the heart of Kelowna. Not right in the heart, but, you know, it's gorgeous here. And they have a lot of NHLers here. And um, so uh, Justin Schultz was out uh, practicing uh, before us. And um, Carey Price comes out here, Shea Weber. Um, and talking about Winnipeg Jets and the goalies, Bresois spent the summer here um, and trained with Hellebuck all summer. And uh, my goalie coach on my team um, was over, over watching some of their practices. And he told me uh, that Bresois was lights out over the summer and Hellebuck was like kind of just going through the motions.
0: Huh. Interesting. Yeah, and, it, well, it looks and, that way anyway.
2: And yeah, and he said Bourgeois was like just, he was doing everything right as a goaltender and, and Hellebuck was just, you know, kind of going through the motions. But, you know, he could have been hurt or anything like that. But um, Bourgeois, he came from Edmonton as well. there's there's been a lot of goals coming from Edmonton. They're, they went through a lot of goals
0: in the past. Swing and a fucking yeah. miss, buddy, I'll tell you. Yeah. Unreal. But they look good. Uh, obviously, right now, there you go. I, and I, I expect Hellebuck will be a guy that bounces back too. I wish we had more time to jump into more shit here. Really quick before we go, if I was to ask you right now who's leading the league in points, who would your guess be?
2: Um, well, I do know who's leading the league in
0: points. Why don't you tell me who that is? Mark Shifley. That is incorrect. The Why? NHL nhl app has not updated yet it should within the next couple minutes after a three-point night against your toronto maple leafs defenseman jonathan captain america carlson,
2: carlson yeah he was up, he was fourth before this
0: game he
2: has yeah. 14
0: points and is leading the nhl in scoring thanks for coming
2: you know i'm talking there we need to wrap up this goddamn podcast because i was so i was so close for taking him in fantasy and i took chris letang instead now chris letang that was pretty good but i had john carlson literally on my fingertips and i thought i'd go with pens Fuck damn it
0: <laughs> it's still early buddy she's a, she's yeah, a marathon exactly. not a sprint
2: uh, exactly yeah but Hot the way uh, john carlson he has been lights out um, for the I love him
0: I, I love John Carlson
2: Honestly, Drew If I could look at your fantasy roster right now It would not surprise me If you literally have Every single player Would be the Washington Capitals
0: No, it's that not, would not I, surprise
2: me Oh, fuck It would not surprise me at all
0: I have quite a few um, And the reason why Isn't it, It's not because they're my team It's because of the specialty categories so first off, I've got Tom Wilson, A, because he's become a consistently decent goal scorer, and he gets tons of hits and penalty minutes. So that's a win there. I have Backstrom and Kuznetsov because the power play points are off the charts. And I've got John Carlson because he's leading the fucking NHL in scoring, boys. <laughs> What's going on? Yeah, I love it. I know. um that's just one of my many fantasy teams that's my main one but yeah no it's it's pretty impressive obviously he's not gonna fucking lead the league in scoring but uh really good stuff i think for my money right now uh during this recording right this moment john carlson is inarguably the best defenseman in the world and uh he's playing like it and he's been lights out um i wanted to ask you one last thing before we fucking go So, you're familiar with former NHL enforcer Donald Brashear. Remember him back in the 2000s? Yep. Holy fuck, what a tough guy. Well, obviously, he he actually played for the Caps for a brief period of time. He's had some, you know personal issues off the ice, Uh, you know, over the last few years, he, he lost a a large majority of, of what money he did earn playing pro hockey. And he's now, uh, you know, rehabilitated himself and he's getting his life back on track. And, uh, he's working again in Quebec and a bunch of papers out there have been, you know, publicizing that, you know, he's working at a Tim Hortons and whatever. And people are being all negative about that. And I think it's fucking stupid. It's like, you know, people should be happy that this guy's getting his life back on track. I don't give a fuck if he's serving people coffee. Like, fuck, nobody can be happy for anybody in this fucking world anymore. It's ridiculous, you know, and, and the worst part though was I can't remember off the top of my head what news outlet it was, but they published an article about it and the fucking picture was of George Laroque. (laughs)
2: Like, someone got fired. Oh my God. George Laroque,
0: how could you get that wrong? And George Laroque quote tweeted and was like, listen, man, I don't look anything like Don. Like, he took it in stride, but like, holy shit, that is a
2: big um, mess up. Yeah, I did hear um about that, but you know, there's much, much more to just hockey and sports in life and yeah. I don't know if you ever watched the movie Concussion.
0: Yeah. Oh man.
2: it's probably top five movies. And listeners, if you have not watched that movie, it will change your life. And yeah. It'll put will your it'll it put it will put your perspective on sports in a whole different different way but um there is you know it, it's happy to see that people make good good decisions and good you know turns in into life but you got to think about all the negative stuff that happens as well in sports you know like um I've had a player on my team this year who's had nine concussions and um you oh know it, we just had a kid you know unfortunately he had to, literally he's 20 years old and he had to quit hockey this year because he's had too many concussions so Um, you know, it's pretty sad. I, uh, there's much, much more than hockey and, you know, I'm happy for the guy that, you know, decided to hang him up because, you know, he has to think about his life, right. Much more than just hockey. Um, he's doing really well now, but you know, he's still, he, uh, he takes physio, um, pretty much three days, three times a week. So, um, but yeah, I, uh, there's much, much more to hockey and a lot of people don't see that. They just look at the big picture and, you know, something small working at Tim Hortons could be literally life changing for that guy. And, you know, people just think that's, that's just stupid, but you know, he could literally change his life.
0: I agree. Uh, You know, well said, couldn't have put it better myself. And that's the thing, right? I mean, you know, even for the guys that do go pro just because, you know, just because you're successful and have money as an athlete doesn't mean everything's perfect. And, and uh these guys take a physical beating man and 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 some guys worse than others unfortunately and you know, and, and for that guy on your team that had to had to quit because of concussions, you know, uh, it's good that he's going to be able to have a quality of life and everything. But, like, you know, at that young of an age, especially to, like, have to stop playing a game that you love, like, fuck it, it rips your heart out, man. So, like, it, it's not just a physical toll, it's an emotional toll, too. You can't do something that you love doing and uh that can be tough too so i you know what uh, I thumbs up to donald brashear fuck i ho- I hope he's doing really well and we we get an update on him and a little bit that he's continuing to do well uh you know i would yeah. love to see that yeah for sure awesome buddy well it was great to catch up with you after a little bit of a break here uh hockey season well underway Lots of great stories. Uh, I'm, I'm happy for your team out there starting to turn things around a little bit. Um, yeah, I thought it was a great fucking show, man. Lots to touch on.
2: Yeah, we'll be back. Uh, we have some uh, guests coming on the show, so it's going to be a fun time in the next couple of weeks
0: absolutely stay tuned make sure you find us uh, on all the best podcast apps including google play and apple podcasts we're on twitter you can interact with us there vote in our polls at double minor pod we're on instagram double minor with two r's on the end and of course we're on facebook and soundcloud as well uh we really appreciate you guys listening to the double minor podcast with myself ryan drury and my buddy brock buyer out in bc <laughs>